0: Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kappler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in
1: Grace. The Growing in Grace podcast. I'm Joel Brzezinski and Mike Kapler. We're going to chat casually just sit back and take it in pretend you're sitting here with us except that you can't talk so too bad for you the <laughs> listener no <laughs> <laughs> I'm just obviously being silly. But you know, we've had a lot of good comments lately about the podcast. You know, people listening in and how it's changed their lives. And we're by no means wanting to pat ourselves on the back with that. We are really just two guys sitting here in Iowa, and we uh, love the gospel of grace. God has really lit our hearts up over the last 20 years with this good news the good news of his love and grace and mercy and kindness and all that Christ has done for us, the sufficient, finished work of Jesus Christ. And we love talking about it. If you have listened to any uh, thing that we've said in the last 12 or almost 13 years here on the podcast, then you know that this is in our hearts. We wouldn't be able to keep doing this if this wasn't in our hearts. And so all that to say, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing with somebody else. And, and our hope and our desire here is to lift people up, to encourage people and to help people in their walk of grace. It helps us as we talk this stuff out too, as we've said many times over the years, it lights up our hearts as we talk about it too. So that's just part of the reason why we do this every week. Just part of the reason.
0: Uh, Yeah. Thanks for being there and for sharing it with a friend. I think there are those out there who probably sort of listen to us underground, Joel. (laughs) I'll I'll bet there are people who who love some of what you post on social media, but they would never like it on Facebook because somebody might see that they liked it. Mm -hmm. And we get that. Mm -hmm. We really do. Uh, We're we're not making fun of it. It's just that you're stuck in a situation. Maybe you're the pastor's wife. I, I don't know. I'm just saying, or you know, maybe you're you've come into a better understanding of grace, but some of the people at your church haven't so. so and you know you're, you're walking the fine line there somehow. We're glad that we can be here for you. and um, we, we started talking last week about versology, Bible verses that sometimes get broken up and quoted and recited completely out of context. And what does this lead to? It leads to confusion, misunderstanding about the gospel it can lead to cults and all kinds of other silly religious things that again have very little to do with the gospel at all. So we get into these mindsets though that the the Bible is one book. It's not one book. It's made up of a lot of different books written by a lot of different people over an expanse of hundreds and even thousands of years. We're not saying that the Bible isn't the word of God or anything like that. We're just saying that there's a mindset out there that says well it's 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 all truth it's all god's word right so it must all be for us i think somebody put it this way once that much of the scripture is written to us and some of it is is written for us so for example some some of the things that you and i probably don't even know is in the old testament law that when Moses gave it to the people, all those dozens and hundreds and hundreds of rules, commands, and statutes, a lot of us in our civilization today really have no clue as to the fine print with some of that stuff. And yet we still tell people they need to, to keep the law without even realizing what's in it. And so we've got some of this stuff that's in there that doesn't apply to us, but it can be for us to look back upon and understand how God unfolded this beautiful plan that would ultimately lead to Jesus Christ becoming the ultimate sacrifice and bringing redemption and forgiveness of sins.
1: Yeah, and I can I can actually prove right now to our listeners that they actually believe. See, a lot of people will say, like you were saying, it's God's word. Everything in the Bible, you open it up and that's God's word. And so we shall live by it. Well, I'm going to prove to all of our listeners that they don't actually believe that. Anybody listening, at least I think this this one verse, here we go, looking at one verse. But this will actually prove the point. Leviticus 19:27. You shall not shake. This is God's word, right? This is God's word, so we should follow it. You shall not shave around the sides of your head, nor shall you disfigure the edges of your beard. Okay, (laughs) do you follow that? Is that something that you, as a listener, live by? What? You've shaved today? What? You've shaved recently? You've disfigured the edges of your beard? You've shaved around the sides of your head? Well, you just proved to me (laughs) that you don't believe that everything that's written in the Bible is for you. And that's what we're saying. Again, we're not saying that the entire Bible isn't God's Word. It is. It's there for a purpose. God inspired the writers to write these things for a purpose. The law was there for a purpose. However, not all of it is to us today. There are other things. (laughs) If you read those verses around Leviticus 17, 18, 19... You're going to find that you don't follow some of that stuff. And there are other things that you might have thought, well, we're supposed to live by this. And so who's the one that's picking and choosing which things we're supposed to live by and which things we don't live by? The point of all this, of course, is that you need to look at the context. You need to look at the difference between the covenants. Those things that were written in Leviticus are old covenant. They were written to Jews. They were for the Jews who were under that covenant. They weren't written for us. But if you don't have that understanding, then you're going to read certain parts of Leviticus or or whatever and think that that's for you because hey, I opened up my Bible, it's all the word of God, it's all for me. Now there are actually people today who try to live by that. You shall not shave around the sides of your head nor shall you disfigure the edges of your beard. And I think that those people are missing the point, but those people probably wouldn't be listening to our podcast anyway. But that's just another example of things uh, where people take verses out of context and misapply it.
0: Yeah. I had a teacher when I was a kid who followed those beard rules, and she was a really nice lady. <laughs> uh, Brother. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. It's I'm sorry. I, this is why we, we believe in grace, because my <laughs> warped sense it. of humor because gets me we into need trouble. It when
1: caps around, no doubt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay and and it's even worse my my daughters would always jump on me when i start laughing at myself so <clears throat> because when I, when I say a joke at my house joel from my wife on down everybody tries not to laugh even if they thought it was funny they would try not to show it and so i'll laugh because it was funny and uh then my daughter will say oh look at him he's laughing at his own joke and then they start laughing because they couldn't hold it in anymore, but they act like they're laughing at me for laughing. So <laughs> there's a lot of different passages and verses out there. But what we what we were talking about here, too, is that the context of the Bible, understanding that there is an old covenant that was assigned to Israel. It, God gave it to them through Moses. And that there is a new covenant that did not start with the birth of Jesus Christ, but it, it came after his death, after the testator died is when the new covenant began. So Jesus was really an old covenant minister. His ministry was to Jewish people. You see, Jesus was also born under the law and followed the law, fulfilled the law ultimately. But even when he was born, you know, the ceremonial things that went on, it was all done according to the law. And why did Jesus come to minister to these Jewish people under the law while he was a man here upon the earth? It was so that they could be redeemed from it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It was coming to an end. It had to, because nobody could keep up with it. The law was holy, righteous, and good, but it could not provide us with the life and righteousness that we needed. So there's some of these context issues. And then if you start getting into the verses and the chapters, you mentioned one already, Joel, but there's a lot of different verses out there that that get quoted Uh, We talked about something last week in in Romans, but um, there's a lot of different ones out there that get quoted, and people have this assumption as to what they really mean. And we could get into a bunch of them, from tithing to to all kinds of different things. I mean, just for example, there's one I used to hear a lot, Joel, and it was, um, you will know them by their fruits. And I, I would hear this applied as if it were being communicated to us as believers, that ungodly people will know us by our fruits. But if you look at the context, you'll see Jesus had it turned around the other way. He was trying to tell people, here's how you'll spot the bad apples. You'll know them by their fruits. That's different than the fruit of the Spirit that flows through us as believers in Christ. So one example there. Uh, this is the day the Lord has made. Hmm. Is this a dangerous thing if you don't understand this one? No, but it does help put your understanding of the gospel in a a better perspective, I think. And that is, this is the day the Lord has made. I will be glad and rejoice in it. It's really not referring to today. It's referring to the day that Christ brought salvation and righteousness, where the gates of righteousness were opened up to us. So there's a lot of different things out there and and context is a big deal. Or, as we said before, the Bible can become a dangerous book if we kind of get out of balance with understanding the context surrounding the verses.
1: Yes. Uh, Just a couple more things that have stuck out to me over the years. Uh, You mentioned tithing, and here's one verse that I have often heard quoted out of context Hebrews 7 8, here mortal men receive tithes. A lot of people I have heard quote that. Hebrews 7 8 saying that, see, the pastor today, receive the tithes. And so they turn this into how we're supposed to tithe today. But the full verse actually says, here mortal men receive tithes, but there he receives them of whom it is witnessed that he lives. The whole point of Hebrews 7 is to show that Jesus was superior to the old covenant priests. So here, mortal men received tithes was actually written 2,000 years ago where the Levite priests were still receiving tithes. But there, he receives them. It's talking about Melchizedek, of whom it is witnessed that he lives. And so you got to read the verses before and after that. And if you have any questions about that, feel free to contact us on our website or on YouTube or whatever, and I'll sure try to help explain that to you. But a few months ago, maybe six months ago or a year ago, somebody wrote me a series of questions. He asked a question, and then I responded to it. And then he asked me another question. Well, what about this verse? And, and I responded to it. And, well, what about this verse? And I respond. And, and I realized that each time I'm responding to him, he's asking me about a verse or a phrase in a verse. So I would go to the verse that he asked about, and I would look at the verses beforehand and afterwards, and I would say, here's what this is saying in the context. And then eventually, I just said to the guy, you know, I'm not going to do your work for you anymore. <laughs> I said, take a look at the verse that you just asked me about. Look at the verses before it. Look after it. Look at the big picture. Look at the chapter. Look at what is being said in that entire book. And you yourself can see that that verse itself— has context, and it has a big picture that will help to understand it. And so that's kind of what we're saying here this week. Sure, there are lone verses that can certainly help you, and and as you memorize them, yeah, they can help you. But in many cases, you need context. You need the bigger picture. And speaking of the bigger picture, uh, starting next week, we're going to be kind of doing a series Summarizing the whole of Scripture. Now that's a big task, of course, because there's a lot of stuff covered in the scripture, but we're gonna give kind of a general overview, going way back to the garden, talking about Adam and Eve, talking about Abraham, Moses and the Law, the Psalms and the Prophets, moving ahead to Jesus and the new covenant. We're gonna be taking a look at all of that just to kind of give a big picture of the scriptures, summarizing the scriptures. We'll start that series next week and We'll carry it on for I'm not sure sure how many weeks after that, but that will indeed start next week right here on Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org.
0: This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard online through various Internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.